Welcome to our Money Donuts podcast video. Can we just eat the donuts? Because I already took a bite. Royal Credit Union's Money Donut podcast is here to make you smile and to get you thinking about your finances in new ways. From saving to spending to, can we just eat half of it? Just finish your life. I, I want the donut. Well, there's plenty of silliness. Episodes are also filled with nutritious financial tips. Listen to the Money Donuts podcast from Royal Credit Union today. At rcu.org slash podcast. Or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Billy G is tired of the armchair GM suggestions. Sorry, BG. And we're here for it. We dive in again to what's in store for your Minnesota Wild while reading between the lines of Garen Evison and player of Vales. Plus, with Brady Kachuk and 15 goal games, we stand. As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, presented by Soda Stick, brought to you by Jim Beam, Better Edge, Royal Credit Union, and Peak Vestibular Center. This is Season 3, Episode 126. Marcus Foligno fan club assemble. Not only is sodastick.com the only place to get your official Marcus Foligno fan club tee, but it's also the only place to get all your favorite wild team garb, plus so much more beyond hockey. Use code BARDOWNBEAUTIES for 15% off your total purchase at sodastick.com. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition, like chanting let's play hockey prior to the start of each game or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Remember, drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company in corporate Claremont, Kentucky. From New Voice Studios. Oh yeah, you betcha. Let's go to the boat. Discombobulate on the spot. Part of the Talk North Podcast Network. Fly out to Russia personally. <laughs> Jesse Pierce. This is off the rails. We're only a couple Already. minutes in. Alexis Pearson. We're not going to throw batteries on on the ice at, you know, Kuro Kaprizov. This is, we're not that crazy. Whoa. Like... <laughs> Bar Down Beauty's podcast. Was it about guys getting hammered down low night after night? Uh -oh. Like everyone loves to crap on analytics, but the analytics do not lie here. We are firing Fred at the top of the hour. More hit. It's like tea. <laughs> tea. Starts now. Hello, everybody. We're back, episode 126, um, EP 126. Shout out Brandon Molesky, who apparently hates the word EP. Like, what's, Oh, okay. I what, didn't yeah, know this. Yeah. I tweeted today about the Mike Madonna episode that we oh, you know, yeah. reminded folks of. And I was like, hey, check out. This is one of my favorite EPs. And he was like, we really calling them EPs? I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, is that a, when has that become an issue? It's not Eppies. I'm not calling them Eppies. I'm not oh. a fan of Eppies. I've seen seen people do that. I'm not a fan. That's but, very uh, like hockey talk, though. Eppies. That's that's like, I mean, if somebody's very, gonna, hockey, very talk. hockey talk. So I'll, I'll I will say that. But yeah, I didn't know that was like a, a like problem yeah. for people. Things being called Epps. OK, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Sorry. If you ever want to piss Brandon Molesky. Yeah. Just yeah. Call something an Epp. We're okay. going to have you on for Epp. 127. We'll see if that happens. Canceled. Uh, <laughs> canceled. Just kidding. Love you, Tana. Um, anyway, let's dive in. We had player availability this week. I'm sure you guys have all seen, all read the gist of it. Uh, Dean Evson, Bill Guerin, Kevin Fiala, Kirill Kaprizov, um, just pretty much everybody and, you know, and their mom came and chatted with us postseason. A lot of them saying the same things, nothing new to report. However, Alexis, Mm -hmm. Um, I, we were just discussing the K fan interview that Bill Guerin did with Dan Barrero on Thursday. 
um, where, you know, he said he's fed up. And again, he went to bat for Matt Dumba, which I totally yeah. get right. Like everybody thinks it's either Fiala or Dumba. Yeah. They think he basically said, why does it have to be Dumba? Why couldn't, and it could be, yeah. I've, I've maintained everybody, but number 97 is absolutely tradable. Like it yeah. doesn't matter what happens. Um, but I, I thought that was really cool. And I mean, it doesn't surprise me that BG's gonna go uh go to bat for his guys he even said that he's like I'm just protecting them right Mm because it's got to be exhausting but do you agree I mean is it fair for us media and fans to speculate that it's got to be either Fiala number or is there somebody else that should be discussed in moving I mean are you able to keep a Fiala and a Dumba that's like impossible right well if you want to play with a two-man roster I suppose you could keep (laughs) both of them but other than that I don't think it's possible but you know this is how people work people like to pigeonhole things because it's easier for us to process you know two options right so I think that's why people go with this Fiala or Dumba thing because poor Matt Dumba he's been talked about being traded for years I feel so bad for the guy I mean literally it seems like every season it's being discussed like is Matt Dumba going to get traded um Mm -hmm. and so I think that's why people gravitate towards that and then Kevin Fiala he's been a very polarizing um, player as far as stats go for this team so I think that that's why that one's being pigeonholed and he's the three good months yeah and he's the other superstar (laughs) on the team you know compared to Kirill Kaprizov so I think that's why people go with those two. Um, but to Billy G's point, it's like, why, why are we not looking at anybody else in this, in this equation, as yeah. far as who can we move to keep this person or keep that guy. And Billy G's a take no shit guy. I mean, he, he will tell you no how shit. it is. I mean, <laughs> and he, that, that part of his personality came out in that Dan Barrero interview and, uh, and Barrero does a great job with his interviews and it was yeah. a really good conversation. Um, and I, you know, I, it's part of the reason that I have so much respect for Bill Guerin because he really, will stand up for his players. He will do what he thinks is best for the team. And he doesn't really care whose feelings he hurts or protects in the process. And that's what I think makes him a good GM is because mm-hmm. he's always looking at the bigger picture. He's, he's never looking at it at the surface level. Everything is big picture for him. And I think that's why, um, you know, he is so good at what he does and hopefully will bring this Minnesota wild team some success in his time here with the team. Yeah, no, I, I had to laugh. You know, there's that meme of like that creepy goofy that's like and I'll effing do it again. Yes, that's yes, what I, I love thought that of when when Garen said when we of course talked at uh his availability about contracts and like about yeah. the buyouts and he's like yeah and I would do it again yeah. and that's all I pictured I was like oh and it's I mean he is standing by and he has to right but I think I've never seen a general manager in my time covering this team or even in my time being familiar with this team stand pat with what mm-hmm. he believes and really you know stick to his guns. I mean, I think it's natural to kind of waffle a little bit. And as a general manager, you absolutely cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think there he's, he's got that player in him too. And he's got that competitive spirit. Right. And, and he is right. I do love that. He continued to bring back, you know what? We had a really good season. Yeah. Like, yes, it's not the outcome. And, and yes, it's exhausting <laughs> to continue to hear that for the Minnesota wild fan base. Yeah. And I think Garen might not recognize it quite yet. Cause it's only been three years, but um, you know, he's absolutely right. There was plenty to celebrate. We did that in last week's episode. So go back, listen to all of that. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Bill Guerin's son, Liam Guerin, who plays for the New Mexico Ice Wolves. He'll be playing for Hamlin next year, um, but he was honored with the team's first ever Mac Motzko um, award, which is a really cool thing the New Mexico Ice Wolves were doing. So we tried to get Billy G on. Naturally, he's taking probably a little break from, from interviews. Yeah, we I would don't be blame the best him. interview he has because we're the best interviewers <laughs> yeah. um, on the face of this earth. But yeah, uh, Alexis, anything else stand out to you from the player bills? Anything? I mean, let's read between the lines here. Yeah. Okay? Bill Guerin says he wants Kevin Fiala back, but 
it's uncertain. And Kevin Fiala said, everything's uncertain. If I have a gun to your head right now, yeah. is Kevin Fiala in a Minnesota Wild uniform next year? Uh, the more the conversations go on this week between Garen and the interviews he's done and the availabilities that we saw from the coaching staff and the players and all that, I'm just slowly starting to lean towards it seems like he is really not in the category of wanting to keep him around. And I'm not saying because he dislikes him. I just think that yeah. he thinks that's what's going to be best for the team moving forward. The way that he's defending Matt Dumba and like we just talked about to us, you know, media and fans, it's been this debate between those two for the whole year. So yeah. the way that he's going about those conversations to me means he's leaning towards getting rid of Kevin Fiala. And I think uh, Russo tweeted this, I think yesterday that he, to him, it seemed clear that Kevin Fiala is now going to be gone um, over this off season. So thanks for I don't following know. my tweets, Alexis, because I tweeted the same guy. Oh, thing, did you? But whatever. It's fine. Sorry. It's, Sorry. it's yeah. fine. Russo uh, did it though. So I whatever. should just unfollow Russo and then I need to unfollow. He doesn't. Yeah. And I, we're the same. No, I there think all of, all of us media kind of got that sense. Just the very yeah. assertive way that Bill Guerin addressed it. Um, it was the same way he asserted that it's not Matt Dumbo. Like you just, there was just this vibe. And again, it's just a vibe. It's not fair right. for us media to go off vibe, but we're speculating because they're not outright telling us. Well, yeah. We're so making much, these moves, you know, so much like, can happen in the off. There's teams that are still playing right now who maybe will want to make moves when their season is done and opportunities might present itself with certain players. Like, I mean, there's just, there's, it, there's still so much hockey happening yeah, right now. Yeah. There's a lot that it's a long off season. I know it feels short sometimes, but there's a lot of time in there to, to make something happen. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I mean, this, is what we have to do at this point is kind of read in between the lines. And I do think that we we're lucky here in Minnesota that I think that our coaching staff, our management is very honest. I, I think they tell it to you straight for the most part. They're not, I mean, they might not tell you the full truth all the time, but they're not going to sit there and lie to you. And that's what it seemed yeah. like, you know, since they've, you know, since Bill, Billy G has been the GM since Dean Evison has taken over. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing for me, the, the two biggest things for me from player availabilities and coaching availabilities this week was a, you talked about the Ryan Suter, Zach Prezi buyout and Billy G doubling down saying, I would do it again. Does anybody blame him? I think I would do it again too. No. I mean, that was the right decision. And just because the wild didn't make it, you know, far in the playoffs this year, doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. So, no. and I he knew that this was going to be the, everybody did right. like we all, it's not a surprise that there's not a surprise. No the money. money is gone after this money season. is gone. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was, I think you could really, really tell in the way the players carried themselves and spoke that this was a hard season for them to, to lose the mm -hmm. way they did. I think, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, a lot of them talked about, Hey, we did so much good stuff this season, um, that it is, it's extra hard to lose in the playoffs when you put together such a good regular season, like the wild did record-breaking historic for them on both individual and team levels. So you could really feel that pain, um, in the way that they spoke, that they were disappointed in themselves, that they didn't make it further in the playoffs. So those were kind of my two biggest takeaways. Um, it's always tough to hear to watch the player avails at the end of the season, uh, just cause you know, that that's kind of it. That's it for the season. So, um, that's all done this week. And, uh, then the wild will get to work doing whatever they decide to do with all of the players that we're talking about here today. I mean, for some, it's just going home. Kirill Kaprizov. I think that was probably my favorite part of the interview is we finally got a little bit more English out of Kirill Kaprizov. As we all knew, he can speak yeah. English quite well. Um, but there was so much personality and his personality is so infectious. Like yeah. it was just really fun 
to kind of banter a little bit back and forth. We were joking. Um, he had his translator there in person and we've only seen his translator maybe once. Usually it's just over the phone yeah. or over zoom. And his translator had just had a new baby and his name's Elia. And so we were talking to Elia and then Kaprizov chimes in, in English. Do you want to talk to him or do you want to talk to me? And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. good for him. Like it was just a really, it was a really fun. That was a fun interview again, because what are you going to ask him? Yeah. He did everything he possibly could. Hey, thanks right? for like, trying to put the whole him. team on your back. We appreciate you. We'll see you next year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I think, you know what? I, I give credit to Kevin Fiala for answering it. Mm-hmm. The, the bell too. You know, we, I had asked him right away. I said, so off season, he's like, I knew you were going to ask me that. And to his credit, he, you know, he felt bad leaving the room, not giving us any real indicative answers, but what does he Um, know too? Right? Exactly. And he had even, he told Megan Kogut, the PR gal that, uh, he apologized. He's like, I'm sorry. I just haven't talked to bill yet. And we're like, that's fine. We're not mad ever about this situation. And same with bill Guerin. Like if you don't want to tell us that's fine, but we have a job to do to at least try and ask, right? Like we're not trying to be, you know, jerks about it that's just part of what the media does and that comes with speculation so I just want to say really quick too before um before we move on to the next thing Kevin Fiala I want to give props to him for the whole season the way he handled himself in interviews I think coming into the season we talked about how he might have a chip on his shoulder with the way that his contract was treated last season and you know that might come out in the way he plays it might come out in the way he speaks to media and Mm -hmm. you didn't see that the maturity level from Kevin Fiala this year was on you know not that he was necessarily immature in seasons before but he was growing he was turning in you know growing into a mature hockey player and I think we saw him reach that level this year um and that's tough for athletes. Like you said, you guys are obligated to ask those questions because it's your job. Um, and for athletes, sometimes that puts them in a tough position because they don't have the answers or don't want to give them. Um, but I thought Kevin Fiala did a great job this season. Um, you know, even at the times where he wasn't on fire answering the questions, doing his job when he was playing well, he, he did it humbly. Um, and so I just, I give a lot of kudos to him, whatever happens this off season, uh, we saw a very mature Kevin Fiala, um, grow this season. And I have a lot of respect for him, uh, for that because it could have gone the complete opposite direction and it didn't. So hundred percent. And, uh, to all you people in my mentions from Vancouver, Ottawa, uh, New Jersey, who are now fans of mine because you think Kevin Fiala is coming to. Oh, your okay. Way. T. Yeah. yeah. You're making friends we'll on Twitter, Jesse. Making friends on Twitter because I'm just talking Love about that Kevin for Fiala. You. <laughs> Great. He is a great person and, and best of luck. And I think, you know, the interesting part we'll see, and I, I go back to what Bill Guerin said with Barrero of, well, he had a good three months. He did. And a lot of that had to do with Matt Boldy and Matt Boldy being a rookie in the play. I mean, there's so many factors that yeah. attributed to why he was a ghost in the playoffs. I think he's probably still a 30 goal scorer. Right. And, yeah. and he even kind of doubled down on that. He's like, you don't think I am when we asked him and we're like, <laughs> yeah, we're not saying that, but do you think you are, you know, yeah. like, it's just kind of that question. So it's fun. It's fun to be, you know, that media player relationship. Sometimes yeah. I think we're pretty good to the players. They're very good to us as well. Yeah. Um, again, shout out to Megan and Aaron for connecting us. We're, uh, we'll hopefully get some more guys on this off season as our paths cross. I'm working on a Felino thing. I want to get all the Felinos, Lexus. Yeah. We Not need to have a family reunion a on the bar. Family reunion. Podcast. Yeah. They're at the compound. They've got a Felino compound. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, if you're listening, I'll be in touch. We'll do that. Uh, <laughs> our people will talk to your people. It'll, it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, I would be willing to bet that it could happen. Uh, speaking of betting, better edge, B E T T R edge dot com uh code buttes b-e-a-u-t-s will get you a free ten dollars so much to bet on uh including stanley cup playoffs still going on we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll talk more about the stanley cup playoffs alexis calgary flames Mm -hmm. just dropping goals like they do 
Edmonton Oilers countering it in the Battle of Alberta, a different Battle of Alberta. We'll talk more about that and uh, the Kachuk fan tour that's happening and the hate that he's getting from media there. Today is kind of like a piss on media day a little bit. Yeah. I feel like the media is causing up some problems that they don't need to be causing up. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay. I want you to think of the first time you took a big hit on the ice. Maybe it was a men's adult league. Maybe you were slammed into the boards in a big game, or maybe it pulled a Jesse and just tripped over the blue line. Either way, it's happened. Boys hockey, girls hockey, it doesn't matter. We've all been there with our first big hits. And unfortunately, those hits can add up over time. Hockey players can end up with dizziness, headaches, and pain, and a large portion have even experienced concussion-like symptoms as a result. Thankfully, there's an answer. Dr. Tyler Stewart with Peak Vestibular Center specializes in the drug-free treatment of nagging concussion symptoms. Dr. Stewart formulated the 3A Brain Restoration Program, a comprehensive program to get to the root cause of your symptoms. He utilizes the latest technology and techniques to get you back on the path to your best life and back on the ice. If you're dealing with dizziness, headaches, or pain after taking one too many hits, contact Dr. Stewart for a complimentary consultation today. Go to dizzinesscare.com or call 715-690-2211 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We're back. Alexis Stanley Cup playoffs still going on. Wonk, wonk, no wild, whatever. We don't care. We've moved on. Um, Again, we're recording this on a Friday. A couple more games yet to be played. But from this very early second round, Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen a lot of stuff. We've seen fun. I want to go to Battle of Alberta. I know you've been a fan of the Battle of Mm -hmm. Alberta because you're a fan of the fisticuffs. It's spicy, yeah. Did 15 goals. Yeah. 15 goals in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Did you think it was possible? Well, yeah, because Mike Smith, but I mean, in the the playoffs, I mean, I don't know if I would have, I mean, I just, I feel so bad for Mike Smith. I I mean, because he is literally a talking point in the worst way every single playoff season. (laughs) I feel so bad for him. Like the guy needs a vacation or something. I mean, the poor guy. So um, no, I'm not surprised because it's, uh, we've seen some high scoring games in the playoffs this year. Like, I feel like more so than usual. I don't know what the exact stat on that is, but it just seems higher scoring this season than I feel like you should have prepared that. Like, I know I should have done my research. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody look it up for me. I'm going to delegate the work to somebody else. Um, That's fair. Yep. <laughs> but I think that, uh, it just seems higher scoring this year, especially, I mean, nine to six in the playoffs is absurd. So, uh, and it but- was like, what I went to bed after the second when it was like six no, to yeah, two was- or three or something which was still insane. like that yeah yeah, yeah. Still I, same insane. thing because when I woke up I'm like what did I miss like when did this score happen so yeah. um yeah it's it's been fun the Battle of Alberta has been really fun um right now that St. Louis Colorado series is tied at one that was one I was pretty excited about the one that I'm a little disappointed in the Battle of Florida Jesse you and oh, I you and I, I were so excited about that one yes. and Tampa Bay is uh walking away here with a two nothing lead in the series and it hasn't even like Tampa Bay's looked pretty darn good against Florida. So I think Florida's like power play hasn't scored at all. I mean, they're, they're over 25. Yeah. 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 Which Not I'm good. glad the attention's on them now. Cause I had enough <laughs> of everybody crapping on the wild all season. So yeah. Shout out to the Florida Panthers. At least they're in the second round with the power play that terrible. I mean, that's impressive in itself. Jesus. So yeah. And that, the, that battle turns around a little bit. I don't think it will. I think Tampa's feeling think so? it again. The way that they're blocking shots and you throwing their body, um, you know, because again, similar to Calgary, I think Florida's just that high octane offense, right? Yeah. You saw that they've got really good goaltending too, but Bobrovsky is not what he used to be. I think that was kind of their hang up as well. Um, but yeah, God, Bruno, come on, yeah. man. Jack Adams finalist. Congrats to him for even just being a finalist. But yeah, like 
bummer. I wanted more from that series. I just feel like with the bolts there with anytime you have a team who's won several or even just one championship in a recent, you know, stretch of years there, if you yeah. let them hang around too long in the next playoff, which series, we said, that's what happened with Toronto, right? Then they're like, Oh wait, we might be able to do this again. Like, it's kind of like, you have to knock them out early and put them in their place. Otherwise they're going to be, even if they're not the same exact team, they were when they won that championship or championships, yeah. they'll hang around and be like, all right, we've been here. We've done this before. Let's go do it again. And, and I on think the flip you're side that here. On the flip side, they know how to close it out. So yeah. you give them a two O lead, they're gonna close it as soon as they have the opportunity to, right? I think Florida will get one. I don't think as there's yeah. Actually, you know what I take the fact there might be a sleep in this. Oh my Which god. Stinks. I was so high on Florida. Yeah. Like I was feeling Florida all year. I was like, Yes, let's go. Let's get some new blood. Like they have some of the most underrated or not, they're not underrated, I guess, but untalked about players yeah. in Jonathan Uberdro. And you know, it's just like they're really, really good. And yeah. Bummer. God, I love yeah. you, Bruno. I still love you, Bruno. I want to, yeah, going back to the Alberta series. So the other thing, again, us media folk, and I'm not going to include myself in this because I'm all for, and Alexis, you are too. I'm all for having fun. Let's have some fun. Covering yeah. hockey, right? Um, the Kachucks, right? Great hockey legendary <laughs> family. Matt Kachuk obviously plays for the Calgary Flames. Brady Kachuk plays for the Ottawa Senators. He has been team <laughs> Calgary. Leave Brady Kachuk like, alone. He's just having a good time. He's having, he's having some beers at a playoff hockey yeah. game. Like, give me a break. Did like, you see not... the photo of him walking up the stairs with yes. a beer in each of his back pockets and one in his hand? I'm like, live your best life. That's just life. smart. Yeah. That's just smart movement, right? Why like, all right, now I don't have to wait to in the line. Concession. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Smart guy. He's, and he's like, he's engulfed in like the, the red lot, I think they call it, yep. right. Which looks like a blast. Like, I don't understand, like why suck the fun out of this for him? Like his yeah. brother's in the playoffs and somebody joked like, well, so is Mark Stone's brother and it's like, <laughs> a different era. You know, I don't yeah. know. Like, I just think it's so silly. I don't understand why he can't go into it's the off season for him. Yeah. He's not driving. He's not peeing on people. I don't know why no. I'm there, but I'm just thinking of like egregious things that you might yeah. do when you're drinking. He's not having spaces at 2 a.m. Like sometimes some of us yeah. might do when they we know some people drink. who are like that. We yeah. know some people who do that. But I mean, Plus, honestly, for the Ottawa Senators, isn't all seasons the offseason? Like let Brady Kachuk <laughs> have some fun. I mean, honestly, Burn. who cares? I, I saw somebody like to your point about some media people saying like, oh, this is kind of a bad look. It's like somebody tweeted you know, this is a captain of a different team in the NHL. It's like, who cares? Oh my God. Literally, who cares? Like this yeah. is the kind of stuff that makes sports fun. Like it's his freaking yeah. mother. Like, wouldn't you, right. I'd want to support my sister. If that, if I was in that position, like I even tweeted that I'm like, this was literally me in high school. Cause I sucked at sports. And my sister was always a superstar on varsity teams. And I was in the crowd cheering around. Everybody's like, Oh, there's Lexus. She also plays sports and is older than her sister, but she's been in the, in the crowd instead of playing. I'm like, yeah. And I don't care. I'm here to support her. Like <laughs> yeah. let them have fun. I just not to I, mention it's playoff hockey. Who yeah. I want to be part of playoff hockey. Like and that's how you are part of it. You know what? People always say this about hockey players, and I think it's changed a little bit more. We've seen it shift a little bit in the last couple of years here, but hockey players get a bad rap for not having like that public personality yeah. that make them fun. You see that in football players, you see that in basketball players. I think those are the two sports that really get, you know, mm -hmm. you know, they have that relationship with fans and media in a different way than hockey does. And people yeah. are always like, why don't the hockey players, you know, have show more personality. It's like Brady Kachuk right. is showing all of his personality right now and you're not being nice to him. So let him live his best yes. life. Yeah. Well, and that's how you get more hockey fans. I was actually on uh, beer belly sports last night with some of our friends and we talked about this. I brought this up. They're like, how is Kirill Kaprizov engaging 
more people here in Minnesota. I'm like, I think that team as a whole is engaging more mm-hmm. people and not just from a on ice perspective, but like their personalities, the yes. weird, not wild. You're now engaging the very common fan, right? Mm-hmm. Who all of a sudden is like, Hey, that's hilarious to see yeah. Jordan Greenway in this truck and Bill Garrett. Like having that personality with your sport is huge. You're mm-hmm. going to just get the, you don't have to know for checking and back checking and special teams no. to be a hockey fan. I know we all love that. And heck it's so great when you do know it. Right. And yes, yeah. you know, you're talking about it and Oh, you're great. But you also need the fans that are just like, this is just fun to watch. Yeah, this is just, these guys are cool. I thought I think Austin Matthews looks awesome in his bucket hat. Yeah. I want to buy Austin Matthews. You know, like I agree with that. He does things. look awesome in his bucket hat. I don't, I don't bring bucket hat back. Come on guys. Bring like what the is bucket that? Hat. It no, is, it is almost bucket hat season. So I mean, you might see some, so yeah. Weird. Avery wears bucket hats, I guess. Like, yeah. And she's a know. queen. So wh- who are we to judge the bucket hat? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Your skin is very, very sensitive. So that's why I, I just uh, think, you know, like with this kind of stuff, like to your point about it being fun, like I, you know, Calgary Flames. I don't care about the Calgary Flames. Like they're not a team that I go root for. I'm kind of rooting for them now. I want them to win yeah. the whole darn thing because Brady Kachuk is in the crowd cheering <laughs> on his brother. So you know what? Now you got a new fan out of me, and yeah. it's probably not good for you because I'm a fan of the Wild and they lost. I'm a fan of the Maple Leafs and they lost. So Calgary's probably next. Calgary's I apologize in advance, but you know what? I'm a fan of Calgary now. So <laughs> classic. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's a good wrap. Let's wrap there. Uh, hockey's fun for everyone. Yes. So just sit down, shut up, have a beer, yeah. have a beer and or relax. three beers like Brady Kachuk, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Don't hop on like a team press conference after a few beers and like ask questions. Uh, right. Like some people have done and other, not me for the record. This is not me. I'm just, you know, tripping <laughs> other people. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for this quick little segment. When we come back, what are the wild going to address in the offseason? Or what would Alexis and I as armchair GMs recommend Bill Guerin do? We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is producer Fred. I just wanted to ask everyone to go out there and spread the word about bar down beauties. Leave us a like share thumbs up review. You name it. We want to hear from you. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, your favorite podcast app. We're back. Uh, Apologies if I sound a little heated. It has nothing to do with you guys. I have children home. I can hear screaming, ruining my things, Alexis. Like, yeah. why do they do the, why did I you not should cut make out? Them start, start chipping in on bills. Then it's oh, they, all so they already steal. They find like my quarters <laughs> or my dollar and they're like, oh, I'm going to put in my piggy bank. I'm like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to steal your piggy bank later. Uh, when you guys want to go get ice cream or something, guess yeah. who's buying yeah, ice cream on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, see the door slams. If you hear the door slams, that's what that is. Uh, thank you for sticking with us, tuning in, all of that good stuff. Sorry, Fred, who uh, is fired anyway, but like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, the tea, usual. <laughs> just look up brighter. <laughs> we're going, we're going to get into segment three here. What here did go, you sorry. say? I, I turned on my ring light. Oh. And I was like, oh, great. And it like made me happier. It's like an instant happy light. Yeah. It's like a little um, sun in your house. It's a little sun in my house. Uh, speaking of butt chugging sun, have you heard of such a thing? butt chugging son. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I brought up butt chugging on the podcast, like a year ago, I got bullied. So, uh, yeah. I, I only expect the same for you here in this situation. Yeah. I'm just saying, apparently like 10 seconds of spreading yourself. Oh, the yes. sun, They've talked about it, this like, on K fan before. Oh, have they? Yeah. Yes, they I have. Re- it was like a meme on my, like one of these mom's groups. Cause they're like, Hey moms go butt chug some sun. Yeah. Follow the moms. All you need is a little sun in your life. That's really, a a, sun. sun fixes all problems. Yeah. yeah. 
Apologies for those that are like, oh, what are they talking about? Yeah, I'm sorry saying. about that. We need some sunlight. Anyway, let's get into the Minnesota Wilds offseason. There needs to be some sunlight, sun rays, happiness there. Mm-hmm. We're going to butt chug that, I guess. <laughs> butt chug the sunlight of hockey. Yes. Sunlight of go. hockey. <laughs> hey, segue. Uh, <laughs> so, Alexis, this week we asked, uh, as we head into the offseason, what will the Minnesota Wild management focus on? Goaltending defense. Or off season. Um, I got, I got serious feelings on this. If I oh, can go first. Yeah, go for it. They need to focus on the defense. There is no other correct answer. It needs to be the defense. Um, again, goaltending didn't lose you the series. Again, my issue with the goaltending was that it was fine. It was only good when the defense was good. So ultimately your first line of defense is the defense <laughs> and that needs to be improved dramatically. Now I'm not saying go trade Matt Dumba or, you know, and keep Kim Fiala. Like that's the other problem. Why you, you can't, he eats up so much time for this Minnesota wild defense. Um, I love Jake Middleton as like mm-hmm. a human and as a yeah, pair Jake with Middleton Jared isn't Burden. back, throw the whole thing away. I don't want anything no. to do with it. Yeah. But like, I mean, you need to figure out how to strengthen that because Goligoski, we saw a slide, uh, Kulikov, Ooh, not great. Jordy Ben, mm, not good. Um, John Merrill, fine. I'm okay yeah. with it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, figuring out how to, and the, unfortunately, again, it goes back to finances. You don't have the money to go out and get some super strong defensemen, but apparently Bill Guerin knows the discount bin very well because cool yeah. Merrill and those guys exceeded expectations. So I say, let's, let's figure out the defense and whether that's Kalen Addison, whether that's Carson Lambos mm-hmm. down in Iowa too, I guess those are options. It doesn't seem like they really have been. It doesn't seem like they're strong enough yet. Um, love those guys, but we'll see. So defense, final answer. Alexis, what are your thoughts? I agree 100%. Defense yes. was my choice too. I just want to give a quick shout out to goaltending because the only thing that could concern me there is it sounds like they want to keep both Flurry and Cam. That's what it sounds like. And it sounds like both, I mean, Cam's under contract. It sounds like Flurry wants to stay here. So that once I kind of heard that, I'm like, okay, so maybe there won't be much going on with goaltending in the offseason. My only concern is that they're only getting older, which was a concern heading into this season. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit of a worry of mine. If they're going to roll with those two, going to roll with a 38 year, he'll be 38 in November. Flurry yeah. will be, and I and think 35 that I know that, but I looked 36? it up by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 35 going on 36. So yeah. That's- so that's a little bit of a concern to me, but Hey, if you get production out of them at that age, all the power to you. So my choice is defense, uh, defenseman, just because to me, that saw the most turnover heading into this season. And we talked a lot about that, you know, heading into the season, like, okay, what's the blue line going to look like? You lose Suter, you lose this, you lose that. And you bring in those discount bin pieces as we've called them where, you know, they're, they're not these big name players, but okay, they could be good. And then they did, they overexceeded mm-hmm. expectations. They were very good for most of the season. Um, towards the end of the season, it started to slide a little bit. And when the wild went on their slump and I think was that February, I think, um, the defense was bad and it, it was a big reason yeah. the wild were letting in so many goals and, and, you know, that combined with poor goaltending, there was a lot going on there. So, um, I think that if you can tighten up that defense, um, that's going to help a lot because even if cam and flurry aren't, you know, exceptional next season, if you've got a good enough defense and you can keep pucks away from your goaltenders that minimizes the work they're doing too. Um, so I, I really think they've got some good pieces on defense and I think they've got some movable pieces on defense where they could bring in some better pieces to really solidify that blue line. So, um, obviously, you know, you've got a good, um, core there in Spurgeon. I'm even Dumba, you know, some Brodeen, these guys who 
been there for a while, uh, build around that. Um, you mentioned some of the young guys that can come up. So there's a lot of, um, you know, makeup that can be put on this, this blue line to, to make it a little bit prettier and uh, oh, step I up like the game. That. Yeah. You like that? I like so, that. Keep that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I think the offense, you know, whatever happens with the offense, you're so deep on offense that I'm really not concerned about that. Any moves they make, I think they're going to be fine offensively. So my mm-hmm. biggest area of concern is going to be, uh, is going to be defense heading into this off season. I agree completely. Do you hear that? Like, do you hear the slamming? Yeah. Was that doors? stomping? Are they doing a little like it's dance all, routine or it's all, like there are, there are demons in this house and it's in the form of a four-year-old, a three-year-old <laughs> and a baby, a baby. baby's perfect. Yeah. The baby's the one you got to keep an eye on. They're, they're the, baby's the low key sneaky ones. Yeah. <laughs> they're stealing candy. I can hear them stealing the candy <laughs> and they think they're whispering. Mom is on the, on the- <laughs> what psychos. <laughs> I'm going crazy guys. Uh, loving the off season though. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode. We are going to be working on some guests again. Uh, I know we put a call out the other day of if you have any really cool hockey stories from the community, coaches, parents, young players love to mix those in this off season because want to give the NHL guys a break. Plus we're kind of done talking about the NHL and the wild being what they are. Right. Yeah. So you guys have had enough of that. You guys have had enough of that so if you have any recommendations for some cool uh stories to highlight that would be great um shoot us a dm shoot us an email barnombeautiespod at gmail.com we'll we'll keep reminding you to do that so yeah. please do it makes my job easier too because I'm kind of <laughs> i'm gassed out i i'm gassed out yeah remember when we said earlier that our people would talk to marcus Felino's people our people is jesse so make her job yes. easy and make uh, my job easy give please. us some guests to bring out to the yes. podcast oh yeah simple simple uh again so that'll do it for this week's episode thanks as always for tuning in shout out to talk north for featuring us on their fantastic network sodastick.com you can get 15 percent off when you use code bar down beauties hockey garb whatever you want go get it at sodastick.com better edge Love you. Love those guys. Go place a bet. Uh, I believe betting is one step closer to being legal. Yes. Here as too. of yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, better edge still bet on that app. It's, They're thriving it's all the time. They're yeah. thriving all the time. Great people. Uh, Royal credit union, less fee, more free. We love it. Peak vestibular center. Again, we'll be talking concussions with Dr. Tyler Stewart coming up later this off season. Uh, and shout out to Jim B. Cheers, because it's it's patio season, yeah. baby. Get those uh, grills going. Yep. It's 10 a.m. and we're getting freezies. See, this is what they do. It's going to be great. To be fair, there is never a bad time for freezies. So there's 10 a.m. <laughs> uh, I need a Jim Beam right now. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks, as always. Like, subscribe, rate, share. Um, you guys are the best. We love you. Have a lovely Bye. week. Bye. Near, 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 near.